character may also be called the most effective means of persuasion. Aristotle. Episode 43 Relationship Based Persuasion The Art of Woo. Once you open your mind, there's no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. Today, we'll be talking about a more targeted form of persuasion. When it comes to persuasion, everyone's different. Different people with different personalities, different values, and different motivations, so obviously people are persuaded by different things. So we'll be shedding some light on customized persuasion, so to speak. Leadership isn't just a one-time pill to pop, it's about the specifics. Relationship-based persuasion was developed by Richard Schell in Mario Musa, and the theory focuses on the fact that persuasion is a technique of winning over others. This technique is also called the art of woo. Oh yes, we're sharing how to woo people today. There's a book called The Art of Woo, Using Strategic Persuasion to Sell Your Ideas. So in today's article, we'll be reviewing this book and providing you with the main points on what the book goes over. So, the four steps to the art of woo or relationship-based persuasion. The first one is, survey the situation. You need to know about the person that you plan on persuading. You need to know what they like, what motivates them, what gets them going, what their goals are, and what their, uh, I guess, what problems or challenges that they're facing in their life. The better you know the person that you plan on persuading, the better you'll be able to use the targeted persuasion techniques. But you want to be authentic about getting to know the person that you're persuading. You don't want to just, you know, be untactful and just try to pry to get information so that you can persuade them. You genuinely want to know because every person is different. So the way you actually approach a situation is going to be different with every single person. The second one is that there are five barriers. The five barriers are relationship, credibility, communication, beliefs, and interest. So when observing how to present your argument to the person that you're going to be persuading, you want to focus on these five barriers and learn how to get past them. That's why they're barriers, I guess. So before we finish going over the four steps on the art of woo, we're going to more so go into depth into these five barriers. So the first one we said was relationships. What kind of relationship do you share with the person you're planning on persuading? Do they like you already? Do they trust you? Persuasion takes place most often or best in environments where you answer positively to these questions. So if you're trying to persuade a person who doesn't like you, what do you think the likely of you being able to persuade someone who doesn't like you? 
To me, I'm pretty sure it's slim to none. You know, someone who doesn't like you, they're more so going to be repulsed by your argument or your statement. They're not going to listen to you because they don't trust you or they don't like you. So it's highly, highly essential to have either a neutral or a positive relationship already in place before you try to persuade someone. The second barrier is credibility. When you present an idea or make an argument, does a person see you coming from a credible source? Will your argument seem reliable or are you someone with expertise in the situation? This all goes back to our past episodes about authority and likeness. An important component of credibility is your character. Ancient Greeks studying the rhetoric and persuasion said that one needs to have an underlying character or ethos to be able to influence the mass. Therefore, when persuading someone, it's essential to endorse your character. That comes from the likability. You know, people got to like who you are and you need to be true to who you are. But they also need to see you coming from a place of credibility. This is where the whole authority aspect comes in. So one of the easiest ways of creating credibility is to demonstrate a proven track record of competence and reliability in your area of expertise. The third barrier is communication. And I'm sure this is a very large barrier for many people because everyone has their own preferred style of communication over others. But face-to-face communication is the most effective when it comes to persuasion. Why? It's because it allows you to study your audience on the go and adjust your persuasion techniques accordingly. You can use body language as well as verbal cues when you are in face-to-face with someone. And body language speaks a large amount about communication. Also, it gives you the opportunity to include other theories of persuasion, like classical conditioning, where people use the touching technique to ingrain certain messages. We will be going over these theories and a few others in our upcoming episodes. The next barrier is your belief system. Before presenting your idea or argument, assess the room and your audience to figure out if what you're about to say goes against their belief system or not. Because really think about it. If you're trying to challenge someone's belief system with your idea and it doesn't sit well with them internally, you're probably not going to be able to persuade them. And it will be easier for the people to reject you because you're going against their beliefs. So you want to be able to position your idea so that it seems less contradictory to the person's beliefs. So it's more relevant to the audience's values and beliefs. So what I'm trying to say here is that you want to be able to position your argument in that it's in line with someone's beliefs and values instead of contradicting them. Because when you go to contradict someone's beliefs, they're going to shut you down pretty quickly. Then we have interests and needs. Napoleon, as a young French army officer, used this technique to persuade his soldiers by appealing to their fundamental interest, their desire to be seen as men of courage. And as history knows it, Napoleon's men competed for the honor of being fearless. Napoleon used these interests to be able to build his army accordingly. It's important to know the interest and deep-rooted needs of your audience and use that to position your argument or idea. 
You need to know what interests and what motivates your audience, as well as you need to know their needs. Are they facing some problem that they need help with? Or what is it that you're trying to persuade them on? Every single person is different and you need to learn how to communicate with these people differently. So that, I guess, was covered above in the communication barrier. But you need to use that in conjunction with their interests and needs to be able to come up with a form to persuade them. People are more willing to accept something if it's in their favor or makes them seem a certain way. This is the desire aspect that comes up. So now going back to the steps to the art of woo. Number three is make your pitch. Using the informations from step one and two, so step one was make sure that you survey the situation and you know the person that you're trying to persuade. And the second one was overcoming the five barriers. Now you can frame your idea to appeal to your audience. Focus on how to use specific facts that will resonate with the person and how you can personalize it to make it more memorable. Really, if you work on getting to know someone and you can make your argument more personable to them, it will resonate with them a lot more. And that way there won't be conflicting interests because you strategically positioned your argument in a way that appealed to their interests. And the fourth one is secure your commitments. What actions can you request of the individual that they will be more inclined towards making a commitment to you? How can you create momentum to move their action forward? This could be something as simple as a verbal commitment or signing an agreement with someone. Something such as that so that they have something to follow through on. You want to end off the argument with a list of actions that will confirm the success of your persuasion or your argument. You want someone to be able to follow through with something to know that you accomplished what you were trying to set out to do. I hope these four steps to achieving the art of woo or relationship-based persuasion can help you formulate your persuasion tactics in a form that will help you get through to the people that you want to. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's shout out is for listener R9291. They left an awesome review. Awesome show. I look forward to it each week. I really enjoy each episode. Can't wait to hear what's coming out next. Look forward to the show each week. Keep it up. Thanks so much, listener R9291. 